0: Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash, Rico Hello, everybody, and welcome to the. Finally, getting off the ground this afternoon, edition of Wrong and Wronger. I am Steve, prepared as always, Olivas. He is James, human rain delay until he gets his computer working break well. (laughs) And James, man, how are you doing, James? Really, I'm worried about you.
1: I'm actually amazing. This is the first time (laughs) since March 14th, I think, that I have been in this house alone. I am 100% alone. My kids are at school my wife <gasps> went into the lab today the pigs are outside i think the dog might be in the house but that's about it like i am back on my desktop computer there's nobody to compete with i can i can do whatever i want there are no more checks and balances the world is wow. mine and then i waste this freedom by talking to you
0: <laughs> well You wasted a lot more freedom just launching a filibuster trying to get your computer (coughs) up and
1: running. It just takes a couple minutes to boot up. I never know if you're going to be here at noon or 1210 or whatever. Like, time doesn't mean anything (laughs) to you anymore.
0: Breakwell is asking. You know how sometimes if you hear, like, uh, an athlete being interviewed at halftime, they don't have much time. So the interviewer has preloaded questions in his or her brain, and it doesn't matter what the athlete says. The next question will be the next question no matter what. And Breakwell kind of fired a few of those off to me. Like he asked the question and then essentially put the phone down and walked away while (laughs) I answered. And then came back and asked the next question because he was working on something and needed me to be busy so I wouldn't be giving him a hard time.
1: I am insulted that was the closest I have come to displaying actual interest in something in your life so he just got done with a big interview with a band and for once it was a band I'd heard of and I knew exactly one trivia fact about that band and I used that fact to sort of start a conversation while I stalled for time like that's as close as we're gonna ever going to get to a genuine like conversation.
0: Well, you are going to hear a genuine conversation between Breakwell and I about a trending topic today, and it has trended throughout the week because Breakwell doesn't post a lot of photographs of himself for obvious reasons. But because of this podcast, he had to post one (laughs) on the YouTube channel, and it created a firestorm. Not of controversy, because just about everybody who commented was on the same side of this argument. And James, what are we going to chat about today? We're going to talk about bad haircuts. Why would we need to talk about bad haircuts, James I, Well,
1: I got a haircut. It didn't. It didn't quite go as planned. I only read. I, I don't know if there actually was a firestorm of comments. We never really get any comments from anywhere. But I. I read like the one YouTube comment about what happened to your head, and I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. So I just. <laughs> that's that's why I don't read the comments places. So my, you know, I've been changing my hair over the years. So first of all, let's yeah. establish one thing for you know right up front. My hair has always been terrible. If you look at the profile picture, which no longer looks like me at all because it's, you know, a year of working out ago, it's 20 pounds heavier. I was completely out of shape. And also (laughs) my hair, it was just, it was always bad. It was just like there. It would just grow up. My only goal (laughs) with my hair was to not have to comb it. That was that was the only criteria for me hey, for good hair. Mission haircut. accomplished. Yeah, and uh, you know, growing up, my mom cut my hair. She'd just line us all up in the bathtub and do it one at a time, just buzz it off. And then uh, yeah. when I got married, my wife took over that function. I've only ever actually paid for one haircut. It was right before we got married. It was like a twelve dollar mm-hmm. haircut, and I had a nine dollar off coupon. And uh, it was not worth the three dollars. It was one of the worst uh, haircuts I've ever had, you know, barring the current one. But then I kind of gradually, I looked up some YouTube videos. I thought, you know, we're going to change this up. I was, I got new clothes, I got in shape. I was like, we're gonna, I'm gonna look good. I'm gonna at least less terrible. That's the baseline. And so not I started terrible. like kind of styling the hair back after a few d- various misfires. And uh, I've been experimenting with the length on the sides. And last time, I guess before the last haircut, I just went with a buzzer or a number two on the side. And uh, this time we went with a buzzer number one and we went up a little bit higher because the hair goes in the direction it wants. The hair on the side was going down. We thought let's just cut it up for the hair that actually stays up. And yeah. it came out kind of looking like a mohawk. Like I, I knew I was in trouble yeah. when my six-year-old told me that it looked cool. I was like, Oh, we have mistakes have been <laughs> made here. This is this is not the approval you want. In general, I've been getting the approval from the wrong people, but guys, the hair grows back, it'll be okay. And I, I promise. It looks less bad in real life than it does uh, on, on video. Like in general, I look terrible in 1080p. You know, like there's there's some context where you just always look bad in real life, where I'm moving around, where I'm not staring directly at you the whole time. Uh, which let's face yeah. it, from the front is always my least least favorable angle. Uh, you know, it, I, I, it looks bad, <laughs> but in real life, moving around, it's not so bad. But anyway, a month or two, the sides mm. will grow out. It'll be close to normal. Whether or not I adjust the top line, who knows? Uh, if you are listening to this rather than watching the video, you are now thoroughly confused but just just assume that people on the internet are really mean and the haircut is not quite as bad as it seems but steve has evidently been canvassing the internet for counter-opinions so please take it away
0: (laughs) i have found none Nobody has stood up and applauded whoever did that to your hair. I don't know how long the doctor said you have to wear your hair that way, James. But I hope that your hair grows quickly. And at your age, I'm thinking it does. So you won't have to put up with this. I will say, this: I, I don't know which is worse. And I know I could have said that. I don't know which is better. But I do remember your hair when we started this podcast. And it looked a little bit like the character on the Dutch Boy paint cans. You remember those bangs? Like a Breakwell had hair you wouldn't have, like you used to be able to comb your hair with a washcloth. And I don't know, this hair looks like it takes a little bit of maintenance and some product to make sure it stands up and it doesn't flip down over your eyes. But I, I don't know, James, you, you're looking for something and I just, I feel like you haven't gotten there yet.
1: <laughs> you should talk. You For what hair you have left? What, what have you done with your hair in the last 30 years? Has it always been like that? Oh,
0: no. I don't know if, I don't know how many of your followers also take a look at things that I put on Twitter, but I put a passport photo from 1992 up, and I have a long, and I used to have cool rock star hair. That's, I know, subjective. You don't know anything about cool hair, James. But (laughs) it was a long mullet, and it was permed. It was spiral permed, like uh, hair metal guys used to have. And uh, when I look at it now, I think, huh, I don't know how Mrs. Steve let me go out of the house looking like that, but she was—she still has that kind of hair. She has a full head of rock star hair, <laughs> and I got this. So I went from having a long, flowing nimbus of curly hair to having almost nothing, and the nothing follows the seam that you were talking about a few minutes ago, James. I don't know if everybody's hair does this, but it sounds like yours is like mine. You can see a seam where some of the hair goes down and the rest is like the top of your head. And Everything below that seam is fully intact on my head. Everything (laughs) above that seam seems to be taking flight as the years go by. But there is a noticeable change where that seam happens.
1: Yeah, and that's that. That was the issue I kept running into. It's we, we're working our way. up. We're trying to find that exact line. And this time we went up a little bit higher. But the problem is we went we went higher and then we went shorter on the side. So first of all, actually, before we get any further, I need to absolve Lola of responsibility. Like I asked her to do this. So this is this is is my fault. But again. <laughs> We went from a 2 to a 1, so the sides aren't that much shorter than they were before. It's just they've been growing out for like four months in a row, like all of quarantine. So it looked a lot better. Ah. But it it was, so we went up further because we're trying to find that line. Because when the hair flops down, it just, no matter how much spray or whatever you do, it it wouldn't go up. So we've actually found the line. The problem is I kind of look stupid with the line. I look like I'm wearing a hat that's too small for my head. Like there's, you can see the curve (laughs) on the side. But again, if if I were to like squat down and you look down a little bit, like from the top, this doesn't look really that bad. The thing is, nobody looks at me from the top. I'm 6'2", and I don't really encounter that many people who are taller than me, and the people who are taller than me are going to keep their distance. So at an angle, you don't see it. But again, from the top, it still looks... Decent. It's just, uh, you know, from the sides or straight on if you're at my height or slightly below. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely have a mohawk slash too small hat. And the problem is with that line is you advance it up. Advancing that line up is super quick and easy. Making that line go back down (laughs) is going to take like a year. (laughs) So. And I don't know if I want to, like, if I make that line go back down, then I've got to fight fight the descending hair, the hair that wants to go straight down and somehow make yeah. it go up. And I don't know if there's enough structural support in the world. We're going to need, like, buttresses and things <laughs> like that to get it to go up. we need a little scaffolding. Yeah, the one thing that, and again, I have. Back to health. I have a cousin who pretty much had the same haircut as me that I saw in July, but the only thing was he was like shorter on the sides, but he like went to an actual barber and they pulled it off. And I thought we were going to achieve the same thing. We did not. The one thing we did fix though is my hair swirl. I've got a swirl of hair in back. I don't know if you can see it back there, but we just buzzed Cut that lip. sucker down because that thing had been bothering me for months. Like I would, every day when I would style my hair, like there was just like a fountain of hair sticking up in every random direction. <laughs> and it took me, you know, with my arm back above my head it was like it was like doing like upside down backwards tetris figuring out where that hair wanted to go and then applying like the gallons of hairspray to get it in place and this time we just buzzed that swirl off we moved the line forward and nobody's complained about the absence of the swirl so that much we fix it's just everything else that's hmm. wrong with me so you know what it happens
0: I don't know if you should absolve Lola, because that haircut was an attack. What? Uh, That was an act of aggression on her part, and uh, I can hardly blame her for it, James. I'd have done the same thing
1: it is not again it is a minor deviation from what was there before it had just Mm -hmm. grown out a really long way Mm -hmm. but uh you know what it's okay it's let's face it here nobody started listening to this podcast because i look good i mean nobody started listening to this podcast period that's what you
0: brought me on board (laughs) we have not i have not built bringing the chicks man
1: I have not built any part of my social media empire based on my appearance. And now that I'm actually trying on my appearance, it just now we're getting comments like, you know, I, 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 I've looked how I looked for since 2016 or, you know, actually even longer. I was on Twitter since 2012. Nobody ever commented on me. Good or bad. Then I started trying, and now you get all the hate. So that, that's the real lesson here. It's one from The Simpsons: just never try, and you just stay ugly <laughs> the whole try. time. People are used to it. There's no variation. Maybe that's the bigger issue: is people just don't like change. Um, and, and but you know, hair growing out is nice and gradual; they don't notice. Uh, but the, the cutting it down is is sudden and drastic and traumatic. And that uh, and that it, it apparently it's very upsetting. I'm sure people have had nightmares after this. I'm sure you've had nightmares after this
0: I do every time I look at your picture on YouTube <laughs> I, people don't mind certain kinds of change James like if you move from vanilla to chunky monkey ice cream I think people would be okay with that you sir are not chunky monkey <laughs> Am, take that in the spirit to which it's intended.
1: I I don't even know how to take that. I there's no <laughs> there's no good context for that statement, uh, but that's okay. You know, I thought about it like because we were experimenting with this cut and, and, and Lola was getting nervous, and it's like you know what, it's not a big deal because. I'm working from home. Nobody ever sees me. I, I'm, I'm just fine. And then I remembered this stupid podcast. <laughs> if we didn't have the video component of this podcast, which nobody watches anyway, no one would even know. It would have grown back. I actually, You know, you know a haircut is, is in trouble when afterwards you Google, how fast does hair grow? Which I did, <laughs> for the record. It's half an inch a month. So, like, a month from now, the hair on the sides will be half an inch longer, which really should fix more or less the look. Now, if I want to make the long part expand out, that's going to take, like, you know, four or five months. But just the basic, you know, emergency repair should be done in uh, 30 days. Oh, here's the worst part of this, though. The worst part is I got this... I Okay, so I thought we had finally dialed in. We've been been tweaking this haircut for, like, six months. And I thought we'd finally got to the point where we were going to be exactly where we wanted so this was like the final haircut before I was going to go and have new profile pictures taken because the old profile pictures don't look anything like me so the picture on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook up in the corner there all of those plus my professional author photos that are going to show up in my next book and all subsequent books like I've been just reusing the same picture for forever and I was finally going to redo that it was scheduled for this Saturday and uh, I had to call the guy and cancel. I was like, no, we just, we cannot do this. I cannot immortalize this haircut for the next four years. So, you uh, Either yeah.
0: that or he's got to be really good at Photoshop. Well, this, is, this, this goes beyond missing a button on your shirt.
1: You know, I could have just worn a hat. Like, that would have solved things, too. Maybe a big cowboy hat or something, a whole new persona.
0: Oh, yeah, that's you. Ooh, and then you can talk with an accent like I used to do on the show
1: yes and that that definitely helped our zero viewers drop to or continue to be <laughs> zero
0: <laughs> we're the only ones who have to pay to be on YouTube yeah
1: you know what I'm gonna really make people mad when they when they watch this video there's gonna be a, bl- a black block over my face <laughs> I just have to assume what it looks like but you know what uh, I I go out in the world like yeah. this I, I, it doesn't bring stares or screams i mean maybe from behind maybe the people i don't see but it's it's not as traumatic as it appears online again i i do not have a face made for video you know how there's always just some place you look worse than everywhere else and i thought before yeah. i started doing high definition video i thought the worst place i could ever look was you ever go to a rest stop on the interstate steve you try you travel all over the place right
0: yeah, it's where I meet all the guys. Yeah. And,
1: uh, you know, you get in that rest stop bathroom, you're tired from driving, and they have those super bright fluorescent lights in the giant mirror. And you will yeah. never look worse than you do in that rest stop bathroom. I am convinced of it. If you want to destroy your self-esteem, <laughs> go to a rest stop along the interstate and take a selfie there, and, uh, and you'll never leave home again.
0: James, the worst I look, we'll, we'll just stick with my metaphor, is Cherry Garcia. Like, <laughs> I, I never go all the way down to vanilla. It's, uh, it's interesting, as we're talking, I have Twitter up on the computer behind the, the uh, camera here, and uh, somebody just commented on a picture I put up a couple days ago. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, except the comment she left was apropos. The comment is, oh my God, just looking at that picture makes my ears bleed. <laughs> and I think that... <laughs> In a nutshell summarizes Breakwell's haircut YouTube experience. The marriage of Lola's haircut on Breakwell's head and the YouTube video. It just makes people's ears bleed, their eyes bleed. I don't know what more to tell you, James, other than, thank God you're still young enough to have enough testosterone to push out a little half inch of hair every month.
1: So first of all, when I post this episode, I'm not sharing the video at all. Like, I'll post it for the 25 people who watch it natively on YouTube, but after that, I'm sharing the (laughs) audio-only version everywhere, and they can just deal with (laughs) this.
0: They can suck it, baby. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's I a mean, Yeah, I don't know because my hair has been very generic. I don't know. I've never taken a risk with my hair. Like <laughs> uh, since I started losing it, I just kind of fluff it up on the top and the sides. I had the mullet for years, and when I was a kid, my entire childhood I had a side part, and it was very simple. Like you, I grew up rural. My dad cut my hair. Like we didn't spend money going to the barber shop. But it was uh, plain and simple, and now my hair is about as simple as it goes, except I have quarantine hair still. I haven't had a haircut since before Christmas. And so my half inch a month has turned into like beaker that uh, from the Muppet show. Now, like if, if he got his thing caught in a light socket, that's kind of what I would
1: <laughs> have going on. I try not to look at you, including when I edit these videos. I just kind of yeah. I, I let my eyes kind of yeah. No, a little you'd be bit. envious. Yeah. Uh, but like, do you curl your hair? Is it naturally curly or am I imagining that your hair is curly? It's been a while since I've actually looked at you.
0: No, it's not... Well, I don't know. I'm getting a little curl in the back, which is something I've never had. It's not curly at all. It's just kind of fluffed up. It's poofy. So okay. some of it may land in a curl. My hair is... I'm Filipino and Italian. My hair is naturally straight.
1: The the Filipino part still throws me, because based on everything about you, I would you know place you on the spectrum as the whitest man I know. So the, the Filipino heritage <laughs> continues to throw me off.
0: And someday no, no, I'm going to... No, no. hey. <laughs> Mrs. Steve is almost see-through. She's so white. Like, we we have a a mixed-race marriage in the middle of the summer. Like, when we hold hands, uh, it looks like a Lincoln log holding an egg. Like, uh, that's kind of how it comes across. She is, uh, she doesn't get sun-kissed. She gets sun (laughs) mauled. She's blanco-blanco.
1: What percent Filipino are you? 25. 25. So you have one grandparent who's Filipino.
0: Yes. Did I do the math right? Look look at me coming through with that. You know, all of this math stuff is fantastic.
1: I know. I am on point. Now that my uh, my brain is cooler, it's not overheating from all the hair. I can think better and actually do math for a change. <laughs> You've
0: got the air conditioning going now. Yeah. And yeah. my grandfather had the same hairdo probably from the time he was born till the time he died. It never changed.
1: I saw a photo of my great-grandparent for uh, the first time, and uh, he looked like Egon Spangler from uh, I think that's the name from uh, Ghostbusters. You know yep. with the big Egon. the big hair, but like the, car- the the cartoon yep. version. I don't I think he had different. He was a different character in the cartoon. But yeah, it oh. was uh it, it was like big. It was like a big curl all up top. It was pretty impressive. He was like playing a trumpet. in The picture uh, times were wild back then. Uh, But it really reminds you that everything is pretty much forgotten. So this guy had, I I would say, objectively worse hair than I do. And now there exists Mm. only one image of him in the world. And there's like four living people who've ever seen it. And three of them have forgotten. So this haircut too shall
0: pass. I don't know. You have definitely left a dent in the quarter panel of my life, James.
1: <laughs> you know, this is not the most traumatic haircut I've ever had because I, you know, I asked There's for this. And yes, it didn't turn out best, but if you're not going to experiment with haircuts when working from home in the middle of quarantine, when are you going to experiment? But when I was a kid, uh, I didn't always have that basic shaved down hair that kind of gradually grew back out. There was a time in fourth grade where the bowl cut came into fashion. Yeah. And uh, I absolutely did not want one. All my friends had one. I wanted to keep my same simple haircut. And my mom promised me, promised me she would not give me a bowl cut. And she started cutting my hair and it was a bowl cut and I didn't have the sense to stop. And once somebody starts giving you a bowl cut anyway, yeah, you really yeah. can't pull out of that halfway. It's an <laughs> yeah. all or nothing <laughs> kind of deal. And so I had a bowl cut for probably, I don't know how long that, that fad lasted, uh, four or five years, maybe it was, uh, it was a long time. And, uh, when I look back at those pictures, like, I mean, I look bad in all my past pictures and all my present pictures sure. as well, well you're, but you're, I looked yeah. especially bad. That might've been the worst I've ever looked, you know, present hairstyle included. And that's really saying something.
0: (laughs) That sets the bar high for those of us that want to look bad. I mean, those of them, not me. I don't know that I've ever had a bad one because all of mine are roughly the same. I will say... Uh my wife tells of a time where now she's always had long kind of wavy hair mm-hmm. but she got it all cut off when she was little. I think her mother did that to her <laughs> and it may have been a punishment. I can't remember the story exactly, but that that ruined her for quite a while till that hair grew back in. Women are very particular about their hair. And I think if I got a bad one, I'd be like you. I'd be like, well, to hell with it. It'll grow back at some point. What do I care? I'm married. Who am I trying to impress? Yeah,
1: the line isn't so long. So my kids, you know, that, that's a whole other thing. But like when they cut off a chunk of hair, which my four-year-old does from time to time, uh, you know, if she, if her hair is eight inches long, I mean, that at half an inch a month, that's like 16 months to regrow it. So if they cut off a critical chunk or give themselves bangs, that is a long-term repair effort. Now, my kids, I, thre- I have threatened, and Lola especially, has threatened to cut off their hair. There's a few of them, like my eight-year-old in particular, who uh, cannot manage to, to brush out the tangles, and she just kind of kicks Ooh. that can down the road, and she won't like brush her hair before she gets in the pool, or won't let us give her a braid, then she gets in the pool, and after that, the only way you can get through uh, her hair is like you hook up a plow to a tractor and put her head down. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is substantial in the strength of those tangles. And uh, we finally we forced her to do a braid the last time we went out. But yeah, the the hair every day is a struggle. And I have different standards than Lola, of course. But she's uh, the kids more or less get themselves ready to, for school and uh, Lola will look from across the room and she can just sense that the hair is still too tangly and then I will have to go and assist them. We also, uh, we, we had one time too, uh, the, the, you know, the stuff that gets in there, we had an unbreakable substance. There was one day, uh, it might have been uh, my eight year old, May again, but she would have been like two or three. She got a, something in her hair so hard that after like half an hour of brushing, I could not get it out. I just dropped her off at daycare with it in her hair and I said, you know what? You guys are better than me see if you can solve this and uh they couldn't we ended up having to cut it out is it was, it was the hardest substance known to man and you know what it was what toothpaste if you get toothpaste in your hair which oddly enough huh. happens if you are small with long hair and brush both inaccurately and aggressively if you get that toothpaste <laughs> in the back of your hair and let it harden it is harder than concrete like nothing will ever break through i'll that.
0: be darned yeah
1: all these things you well, didn't, there, didn't have to learn lesson. about. Well, I guess you have a daughter. You have one daughter. I'm guessing her hair was not your problem.
0: She has wavy hair, too. And so it. Uh, I remember... God, and it's... Oh, you're bringing back trauma, James. <laughs> like... I don't know how you, as a father, you probably have no soul, so you don't care. Like, you grab the kids by the nose and just start raking away at their hair. But I remember trying to brush my daughter's hair out when it, like, after a shower when it's knotted and tangled, and her crying. And just how uh, awful that is as a parent trying to get that comb through. And it doesn't matter how much detangler you spray on it. Like, uh, there's just parts of having thick, wavy hair that are almost impossible to manage, and it's rough as a parent to try to help them through that. I
1: mean, it's rough on my eardrums. It causes me no emotional or physical pain. No, no, absolutely
0: (laughs) not. Well, you don't have an emotional needle in the first place. It can't move.
1: I mean, our house quite often sounds like a murder scene between brushing the hair and the pigs (laughs) and all that. A follow-up on our last uh, pet episode, I didn't read any of the comments there. I don't need to hear about how I'm an animal abuser or whatever. Uh, But I, uh, and again, I did not abuse this pig. I was trying to groom her hooves for her own good anyway. I clipped one too short. So as her hoof started to regrow, and again, Got better, she finally went up the stairs. But when she would go down the stairs, it put the weight on it differently. And she refused to go down the stairs. She was trapped upstairs for like a full day. Wouldn't come down to eat or go to the bathroom or anything. This pig weighs a hundred pounds. Nobody else in the house can lift it. The girls and Lolo they tried to push her down the stairs to get her going. She wouldn't do it. She oh, wouldn't budge. Nice. She put her down. It was like trying to budge a bulldozer. So I get home and it's my job because I'm, I'm the one, you know I'm the only one who can lift her and I messed up her hoof in the first place. So I have to pick up this pig that's tracked upstairs and carry her downstairs and you could hear her death squeals for like a 10 mile radius. It was the loudest she has ever been and I was saving her. I was was lifting her like the angels were carrying her down the stairs to free her so she could go eat and go to the bathroom and do all those fun things. Uh, but it's just like with brushing kids' hair. you know you it's for their own good. you're trying to help them so that they, they don't have an actual rat's nest on top of their head and all <laughs> they can do is scream about it. Everybody's so ungrateful, Steve. Including our listeners who should appreciate I tried something with my hair, it didn't work out. I don't need to hear about it. But now that we've made an entire episode about it, I'm going to do nothing but hear about it for probably weeks, if not months to come.
0: Because people still, when they look at you, they scream like a frightened pig. That's the way we wrap both ends of this podcast together. And we got to wrap the whole thing up. James, I don't know if you have any closing thoughts on that wonderful half head of hair that you're sporting. You know sporting, what? I'm going
1: to bend down here. Just give everybody a full view. It doesn't look quite as bad from up top. I promise. Look at all, oh. the, look at all the angles before you make your opinion. All the Damn. angles. Okay, the side not okay. so good. The side, not not other side not so good. Directly up top. It's, it's okay good. still.
0: All right, I got to, I just, I'm not going to have lunch now, thanks. So if you were flying in a drone, that's the angle that you would see Breakwell's hair. Yes,
1: I look great from drone angles.
0: Makes you really glad we don't fit on a drone. Well, we got to wrap this one up. And until next week, where we pull another topic out of Breakwell's traumatic history, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, the one who's still sane, normal, and damn good-looking. For James Breakwell, he's the other guy, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, as always, two wrongs can make a right.